Welcome to, I think it might be episode seven of the podcast. So, so excited to be back recording. Um, I can't believe it's been two weeks. It actually, it feels like a lot longer, but um, anyway, it feels really nice to be recording again. I've been taking some notes and I've got a really good potty app coming to you today. I'm really, really happy and pleased with it. And I think it's got a lot of good info in it. So super excited to deliver that. Um, I wanted to start doing something new, thinking of doing like at the start of each potty, just like three things I'm grateful for. And maybe you can reflect on three things you're grateful for as well. I thought it'd just be a good little like intro segment to do every week. And also it's like a good opportunity for you to know like what's going on behind the scenes for me and get to know me a little bit more and things like that. So um, I'm going to kick off with that today. So three things that I am grateful for. I would say hmm, starting my morning routine this week, I decided that it's time for me to start setting a morning routine. Um, again, this is very in theme for today's topic. I have been waking up doing a meditation and then I go for a walk around sunrise and down at like the broad water, which is so stunning and it just really sets me up well for the day. So I'm really grateful for that. I'm also very grateful for, honestly, this is a simple one, but my breakfast and my ice latte. Honestly, it's just, I get that excited for breakfast. I love brekkie. I love my ice latte. It just is an exciting part of my day. (laughs) So that is something else that I am grateful for. And I am grateful to have a weekend to myself. It's been like a busy week um, or busy 10 days really. So it's just really nice to have a weekend to myself, be in my own energy again and just slow down. So they're the three things that I am grateful for. Now we will get into the actual topic for the day. Um, so today's topic is the importance of boundaries to support your growth. So the first thing I wanted to get into was what are boundaries? And I'm kicking it off with just a like Google definition because when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, I do not know how to articulate like what a boundary is, right? And how to actually define it. So Google (laughs) defines a boundary as an invisible line that defines what behaviors are acceptable for an individual and and what ones aren't. Um, So boundaries communicate our values. They communicate our standards and like really simply put, they're just us communicating like what feels good and then what things we're no longer willing to entertain. And I thought of this analogy, she loves an analogy, and I think it really sums it up really, really well. And I like to think of it as like we're a balloon, right? Or we're like sitting in a balloon and like that balloon that you're sitting in reflects your energy. And so, you know, we have things that inflate that balloon aka they give us more energy, they make us happy, they make us feel good, etc. And then we have the things that take our energy. So they suck the air out of our balloon, they make our balloon smaller, they make us feel drained, fatigued, etc. So boundaries are us either A, making a habit to prioritise things that inflate our balloon, or B, saying no, blocking, karate chopping the things that we don't want, that drain our energy, you know, that suck the air out of our balloon. And, you know, if we want to go even further with this balloon analogy, 
It's like if we don't limit the things that suck the air out of our balloon and we don't prioritise the things that inflate our balloon, we won't be able to fly. Like that balloon won't be able to float. It won't be able to whatever, right? So I just think that's a really, really good analogy of like energy and boundaries and how those things are kind of um, the interplay of those, I suppose. And also like when you think of energy, I feel like energy often gets this really negative connotation of like being woo-woo and things like that but honestly energy doesn't lie and you know the things that make you feel shit and you know the things that make you feel good and simply that is that is energy at play right you know when you feel tired you know that that is you not having much energy and you know when you feel so good and so happy and whatever that's when you have a lot of energy so that's it like very very simply So the next thing I want to go into is just where could you set boundaries? And like, honestly, you can set boundaries in so many areas of your life. I feel like it's so easy to think you're just setting boundaries with people, but like you can set boundaries and put up those little um, karate chops, those little blocks, you know, or whatever in so many areas of your life. And even like going into the, the balloon analogy, it's like, it might be, you know, one thing might be starting implementing a morning routine of like meditating, journaling, whatever, like I said, and getting outside for a walk. Because in doing that, you have a clear head, you're operating at a higher frequency, you know, you filled your cup for the morning. And it's like, (laughs) what comes to mind is like, this is like an automated injection of energy, injection of air into that balloon. If you have a a non-negotiable morning routine, it's like, I don't know it's like an automated you know what I mean like you don't it's like you're getting that injection of energy of air into your balloon every single morning right so that could be a boundary it could be reducing your caffeine intake this is something else I'm doing because you always have that horrible crash in the afternoon or like you're just constantly craving more coffee and you're feeling shit when you don't have it and things like that And instead you start prioritizing your sleep habits and like setting a boundary where you get eight hours of sleep a night. And that might be you going to bed at 8.30, you know. It could be not going on social media for the first two hours of the day. So you're not like downloading other things, other thoughts, other ideas, you know, things that trigger you, whatever. You're not getting that for the first two hours of your day and that's like railroading your day, you know. And you're not like mentally resilient enough to absorb that yet. It could be not eating foods that make you feel shit. Um, For example, like I am lactose intolerant and I know that if I have lots of dairy when I wake up in the mornings, like I feel shit. I feel gross and it's just not a vibe. Um, Or another good one is I think KFC or like Macca's. It's like, you know, when you have those, I don't know if you can relate. I know that I definitely experience this. If I have KFC or Macca's or just something really like, high in fat and vegetable oils and whatever I know the morning after I just feel like shit I just wake up with like a heavy head it's just I feel blocked up my throat hurts like I just feel gross I don't feel good when I wake up and that really like sort of motivates me whenever I want takeaway and I'm thinking like what can I have and I'm tempted by like Macca's or KFC I'm like okay how do I want to feel when I wake up in the morning though because I don't really want to feel like shit, it doesn't feel good. And that usually motivates me not to get it. So it's like maybe you need to set a boundary where you no longer eat foods for that reason. Like not foods in general, that sort of those sort of foods for that reason. 
Um, it might be saying no to certain events because you just really need time for yourself. Like, or you simply just don't want to go. You don't like the people that much. You don't like the conversations. It's just like not what you fancy doing. So it's maybe saying no to that. You know, that might be a boundary you put in place. Or it might be saying yes, but that you'll only go for one hour. Or it might be communicating to that friend that always emotionally dumps on you. Like you'll read and reply to her message when you have the space and time to do so. You know, instead of just being like, oh, well, I've got to reply right now. It might be not entertaining certain conversations with people. Like, say it's like a parent or a grandparent that just doesn't understand something that you do. And, you know, when no matter how many times you try to, like, say to them or prove to them or whatever it is, it's just not working. It just drains you and it leaves you feeling shitty. Maybe we just don't entertain that conversation anymore. Next time they, you know, maybe it's your job that you do or maybe that it's not, you're not doing uni or whatever. Next time they ask you, like, how's, you know, how's your job going or how's business or whatever, just say it's good. And that's it. That's as far as it needs to go, you know. Um... And yeah, or it could be suggesting a different activity to the friend. If all you guys do is drink and that no longer aligns with your values, maybe it's saying, yeah, like I'll hang out, but like let's go for coffee and a walk in the morning instead. So they're just like a few examples. Like honestly, you can set boundaries anywhere. Like I know for me at the moment, it's like I've got my morning routine. I'm like trying, like drinking less caffeine. I'm um, being a bit more strict with when I'm on my phone and like business things. Because I was just spending so much time, I'd wake up and I'd look at other coaches' Instagrams and then all day, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know, looking at my insides or like I was just doing so much all the time that I didn't have a boundary and I needed to put a boundary in place so that I could give my energy when I had it to give, you know what I mean? And it wasn't just constantly sucking my energy out. Um, you know, another thing is like, yeah, I'm having like a, a afternoon routine. I'm being stricter with dairy, like things like that. Um, the next thing I wanted to go into, where are we is, is how to know where to set boundaries, which I kind of already dug into anyway, but you know, so I guess to know where to set boundaries is I want you to think of the things that zap your energy that, you know, you imagine sucking the air out of your balloon. You know, is it that you go to bed too late? Is it that you don't have boundaries with your phone and you leave the notifications on your phone all the time? So, like, you're constantly, you know, you're trying to fall asleep and your phone's buzzing. Like, maybe you need to put do not disturb on. (laughs) I do that. People hate me for it. But honestly, like, I want to control when I go on my phone. You know what I mean? I don't want to be just having a wholesome journal sesh and my phone buzzes and it takes my attention away and, you know, it's someone... I don't know, asking me something or, you know, bringing up something that I don't want to talk about right now or whatever it is. And then it's just, that's just demanded my attention. You know what I mean? I want to control when I got my phone. So maybe it's, yeah, putting do not disturb on. Maybe that is a boundary. You know, um, is it that you spend too much time with someone that you don't really enjoy? Is it that you drink too much? Is it your job? Is it your business? Like whatever it is zapping your energy, um, like, that is such a good indicator of where a boundary needs to be set. Another like indicator is, or example, I suppose, is like, I want you to think about your values. So these are like your core beliefs. They're the things that are important to you. Like it could be family, it could be freedom, it could be adventure, it could be connection, it could be health, it could be learning, it could be whatever. It's like whatever makes you feel really good and what you think is really, really important to you. You know, that always makes you feel good when you uphold that. 
so like for me what am I and like passion learning like I love learning and I feel really good when I'm learning I love teaching you know that's a value of mine my family are a value of mine you know freedom is a value of mine um so it's like where are you not upholding those values and where can you set the boundaries so that you do you know um so like say you value freedom but you're stuck in a job that doesn't pay that well there isn't a lot of career progression and it doesn't offer much in terms of freedom like you've got to work 40 hours a week to make your salary and be able to pay your bills like there's not a lot of freedom in that right but could you build a business where it's like you could work from anywhere that you know what I mean so it's like that's upholding free your value of freedom and it's going to be giving you more energy because you are like living in line with that value and that value makes you feel good so again I guess just really focusing on what zaps your energy because that's a prime like example of where you can set a boundary and you can like karate chop that thing that's deflating your balloon um and a really other good like interesting thing that I thought of was like bitching like where are you bitching about someone or something over and over and over again all the time and it's not when you're like it's not a triggered thing it's not you're bitching because you're triggered about something it's like you're bitching I don't know about your job because they always put you on this shift that you hate right and you just bitch and bitch and bitch that actually tells me that you haven't communicated a boundary right so think about where you're bitching about something and that right there is where you can communicate a boundary. Um, so the next little point I wanted to go into was how boundaries support our growth. Um, so again, if we go back to the balloon, the more things we have giving us energy, the more energy we have to give to things that we care about, right? And like the cliche, like the more air you have in that balloon, you know, you can float, (laughs) you can fly, whatever, Um, like, a good example is, like, I couldn't start this potty, this business, you know, my social media, whatever, until I actually had the energy to give to it, and when I was in a career that was zapping my energy, I didn't come home wanting to plan a business, right, I wanted to sit on the couch and do nothing and watch TV until the next day, you know what I mean, I just felt like I had to recharge, Another example is like, say you value health and fitness, but you don't have boundaries around sleep, right? So you have a shit sleep schedule. So you wake up tired and and your shit sleep schedule means that you're like, your balloon is deflating. You Then you go to work for the day and you're bugged by the end of the day. Like you don't have energy, any energy to give to go to the gym. So it's like, but if you set a boundary of like, I'm getting eight hours of sleep, you've inflated your balloon so much that you can go and go to the gym. It's like that boundary is supporting your growth because you're upholding a value that is health and fitness, right? And you're progressing in your health and fitness. Um, And another thing is like boundaries are so healthy and they prevent resentment, which is just so, so important. And resentment is a shit, shit frequency to be in, right? It doesn't feel good. So like, you know, when you're with a friend and you've spent way too much time with them and you end up resenting them because you had other things you wanted to do with your weekend, but instead you just hung out with them because you didn't say when you wanted to leave, right? Or like I said, you 
your work keep putting you on a shift that you don't like doing. Maybe it's weekends, maybe you're casual and you don't want to work a Sunday. You want a Sunday to be your reset day, but you haven't communicated that to them. You haven't put yourself unavailable. So they keep putting you on a Sunday and then you bitch and you bitch and you bitch about your job or you bitch and you bitch and you bitch about that friend and you resent them for it. Instead of just like communicating the boundary of like, oh, hey, I can hang out but only two hours or setting yourself unavailable for a Sunday or every second Sunday, whatever it is. So it's like boundaries support our growth, obviously by giving us energy to do things that we want to do that enable our growth, right? And they also prevent that resentment, that shit frequency of sitting in and being like angry, resentful, whatever. Um, But lastly, what I wanted to, to go into was why you might feel resistance in setting boundaries so like obviously it's easier said than done and there's a reason we don't always have the strictest boundaries because of this resistance and there's like a lot of things that can come into play that might make it difficult for us to set boundaries you know for example it might be hard to say no to events when you're a people pleaser Or not helping a friend straight away or replying straight away when they're emotionally dumping might be hard when you have this hero complex and you've been loved and accepted as someone who's always there, quote unquote. You know, saying no to events might be hard when you have a fear of not fitting in. Having a consistent morning routine might be hard if you have a concept of self that you're not disciplined. But... I have a few things I want to say to those. Obviously, there's so much you could go into and there could be so many different reasons as to why you might feel resistant setting boundaries. But, you know, a really common one is the people pleasing. It plays out a lot when people are, especially in saying no. Um, And people pleasing is ingrained in a lot of people because when we're kids, we get a lot of praise for doing the right thing, right? for pleasing other people, for doing what other people want, for being polite, whatever it is. That's when we would get praise and when we would get love. So biologically, it's so hard to go against that because our primal brain is thinking, well, what if we aren't loved? What if we aren't loved if we don't please this person right in this moment by saying yes? You know what I mean? But this is where we need to zoom out And firstly, just acknowledge, yep, it's going to feel bad. There's no way around that. It's going to feel bad. You're going to feel bad, right? Because it's primal. But we zoom out and think and use our logical brain of like, if you don't go to this one event, are you a bad person? No, right? If you don't go to this event, are they really not going to love you? And even further, if they, if they don't love you anymore for that, is that really the type of person you want in your life? But it's, it's not that deep. You saying no to one event is not that deep and it doesn't make you this whole new person. It doesn't make you this whole bad villain person. Second to that, if you have the hero complex, similar in the way of like, Perhaps you were someone that you were a child that comforted a parent. And that's how you learn love. Obviously, it's going to be hard to not fulfill that role. Because that's what you were loved for. That's what you were accepted for. But again, if that friend or whatever does kick up a stink, 
and and doesn't quote unquote love you for whatever you know or whatever it's like is that really what you want your relationship to be built on and also as long as you continue being the support for that friend they won't actually learn how to solve their own problems and be their own support so you're actually doing them a favor and you're doing them an even bigger favor by not resenting them and then in terms of like fear of not fitting in everyone has this fear it's ingrained in us you're going to have that fear but we zoom out we use our logical brain if these people don't want to be friends with you because you said no to going out with them one night like do you really want those people to be your friends and also you don't need to project on your friends and assume that because you don't know that you might not have you don't know that one of those friends might not want to do like something different you know what I mean but they haven't been able to communicate that so maybe you're communicating like oh I don't want to go out tonight I want to go have a wholesome picnic somewhere you don't know that one of your friends might be like oh that sounds amazing I would love that you know and then if they don't feel the same and they do get shitty or whatever it is again you don't really want those people to be your friends if that's all they consider friendship to be And also by cutting that out, you're also making room to make friends that do align more. Um, And the next thing I just wanted to go into the last little piece around the concept of self of like not being disciplined. Like what I want to go into here is catching yourself where you're saying I am, right? Because this is a belief. If you have a belief that, you know, I am a procrastinator, that belief will be self-fulfilling, right? You're telling your brain what it's got to look for and it's going to look for all the times that you procrastinated. So catch yourself where you're saying those things, right? And recreate. So start affirming to yourself, I am disciplined. I am disciplined. Think of the times where you were disciplined, you know? And it might look different to what you thought discipline was. You know what I mean? There's like... So it's just catching yourself and then start changing those around and then creating the new evidence in your, in your mind that supports that belief. So that was all I really wanted to go into today. Um, I think I want to finish as well. I obviously started with the gratitude. I think I want to finish off with like three things that I am looking forward to. Um, the main reason I wanted to go into do this is this is something I do like in my journaling pardon me every single day it's like three things I'm grateful for three things I'm anticipating three things I'm excited for so again if you want to take a moment to do yours as well I highly recommend so three things I am excited for is probably one big one is just going like home for Christmas I'm so, so excited for that. And I have two weeks off work. And, like, I haven't had two weeks off work probably since I was about... Man, I don't even know. I actually don't even know since I started working when I was, like, 15. So very, very excited for that. Um, I'm excited for my morning walks again. Very excited for that. And I am excited for 
Hmm. What else am I excited for? I'm excited for some different shifts at work this week. My shifts have changed up and I've got quite a few early finishes. Usually I do late starts. So I'm excited to have something a little bit different and just get in, get work done for the day and, and then come home. So I'm excited for that. Um, so that's it. That's it from me. I hope you enjoyed this week's potty episode. I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, I think there's a lot of good info in it i hope you got a lot out of it i hope you are now going off to set some set some good boundaries i'm so here for that and i can't wait to tune in with another one i actually don't know when that one will come out i feel like i have a feeling it would be scheduled for christmas day is my inkling so i will figure out what day i actually want to do it but again hope you enjoyed have an amazing fortnight thank you for listening so much from the bottom of my heart and yeah that's it for me